Since the dawn of time, man has reached to obtain that which seemingly lies just beyond his grasp. Reason, enlightenment, understanding. It is said that the game of basketball can provide this fulfillment, but only to those who devote themselves to its principles, to a higher purpose, to end smart basketball. I haven't looked forward to a pod recording in, in a long time as, as much as this one. I've got a, a really good variety of topics tonight. Uh, I'm going to tease a couple here. I'd like to talk about the um, the Zion shoe situation that's that's that's, mm. that's coming up. That was that just that's breaking news. Just happened breaking. in the past hour or two, and by the time this gets published, it'll be three days ago. But <laughs> uh, I'd also like to talk about um, a better idea. Yeah, I'd like to talk about. I'd like to talk about that actually. Our not our editor, but our our, our producer, um, um, who actually is having some tweet uh, twittering, tweeting on Twitter success, and uh, which is <laughs> is the opposite of what we're doing on Twitter. We are still stuck on twenty two followers. I think we're now. Uh. This will be our twenty first recording, and we are one one more episode away from equaling the amount of of uh, pod recordings to. To followers, so I'm looking forward to that. The solid ratio. Um, very solid. I like to talk a little, a little Kaepernick. I don't want to go huge they call Kaepernick. That, they call that the golden ratio in the biz. The golden ratio, yeah. I'd like to talk Kaepernick a little bit, not a lot, just a little bit. And uh, I, again, I've got some more ideas around how we can sort of pump up the entertainment value on this, uh, on this show. So I'm look, looking forward to that. Um, yeah, it's making his his. Is, uh, for those of you who aren't on the call here, uh, Ed's making his, his hand motions. Uh, <laughs> include pumping up the... What, is, that, is that like party time? Is that what that means? It's, like, it's from um, Will Ferrell and Wedding Crashers. when Wedding Crashers, yeah. He's living the dream there and you go. He, they decide to get some meatloaf. Yeah, the, meat, <laughs> the meatloaf scene, right. That's one, that's one of my favorite scenes from that, from that classic movie. Um, first of all, though, I'm going to just, and it's a little unfortunate that Sean has not joined us, And but, you know, you guys have enough daily fantasy experience where you might be able to sort of uh, relate to this, but that Seth Yates character, first of all, does the, does the name of Seth Yates mean anything to either of you guys? Vaguely. Not really. Oh, so it does for you, Ed. I mean, is that because you've, of what I, what I posted in, in the, 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 the group chat the other day, or? I think that, I feel like... Randomly, I've seen stuff like, is he a Roto Grinders personality or? Yeah, I'm gonna go with personality. I don't know his actual. I, I think he was maybe paid for some blog entries. I don't really know or really care that much about him personally. Um, I, I remember like I used to read Roto Grinders casually, way back, it was like five six years ago. The hobby. Yeah, as a hobby and <laughs> and Seth's uh, Seth was a fairly fairly regular message board poster at the time and he just seemed like kind of one of those guys who who likes to to just sort of you know post a lot about not really anything important or interesting but uh you know he's probably paid at some point by rotor grinders i believe but not not recently and uh, anyways he apparently he vanished he he ran some super bowl squares pool vanished um after that and you know he's so he basically is holding three thousand dollars worth of money uh, that he needs to pay out to, for people in the Super Bowl pool, and I, I just I don't know like what what I know that you know Bob your your whole thing is and I think mine too, don't don't give money to people on the internet, right? Yes. So so shame on people really for giving him money, 
Mm -hmm. But it's also interesting that I feel like that he's been uh, apparently discovered to be, you know, uh, apprehended by the police. I'm not sure for what, if it was for a DUI or something. I I could be making this up entirely. Oh, right. Right. But he's been on the lam. He's got probably he's probably a gambling addict. On the lam. You know, I mean, who knows? Well, who knows? I don't know. Like, why? <laughs> I'm thinking, like, are we talking about like Harrison Ford, like in the future? <laughs> yeah. P- potentially. I, I don't. I, I wasn't Dinosaur. going. There. I hope so. Dinosaur yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tommy Lee Jones. That that's that's always in play. But uh, I just well, you just that's have to a wonder, top five like, movie. By the way, oh, it is a top it is, five yeah, movie. It's a, it's a top five movie. I just oh, recently we... saw that movie for the first time, and uh, really? let's re- let's revisit this debate. I think this is a great segue yes. into that debate. Yes. yes, give us the give us the, uh, the the lead up for this debate, Ed. Um, so the lead up to the debate is that uh, Dr. Richard Kimball is attempting. <laughs> is attempting. Oh man, attempting we've to, talked about this before. I know, but not in the pod. Um, <laughs> And I want our listeners to reply back to us, our five listeners, mostly Paul's friends, um, who I enjoy. Um, so Dr. Richard Kimball is in Chicago. Uh, he was attempting to, if I remember right, um, going to see a one-armed man that uh, was at the prison there, right? And yes. they brought him down. He realized it was the wrong guy. Meanwhile, Tommy Lee Jones and uh, other members of the, of the U.S. Marshal Service were there. And yep. recognized him, chased him through the lobby, um, pulls out his gun to shoot at them, yelling at the security guys to close the bulletproof doors. Right? Hold and, on. This is, hold on, hold on. This is after critical Harrison information Ford, is being left out here. Ha- yes. Harrison Ford saved a young boy's life by reviewing the x rays while he was trying to get out. That's that the hospital. Oh, is this I a think you guys are, are, are. We just need to get to the point here. I'm getting What's to the, the point. actual scene? Bob would interrupt me. What's the scene? So he's, we're at we're at the point where he's diving through. Dr. Richard Kimball is diving through the the closing bulletproof security doors, and his yep. foot is stuck. So it's a little bit open. Tommy Jones picks up the gun and aims at it and shoots at him, and and you can see the impact on the glass, and then. Uh, I'm going to keep calling him Dr. Richard Kimball, looks at the um, impact on it and realizes, like, I could have gotten hit, and then he gets his foot out and runs away. No. Meanwhile, Tommy no. Lee Jones kind of does, like, a, this is what I'm going to describe. Bob, you can describe it for Let me finish. So yep. Tommy Lee Jones is kind of, um, what's his real name in the movie now? I can't believe it. <laughs> uh, the plane uh, circling Gerard. here. The plane circling. Gerard? Gerard. Yes, yes Gerard. He kind of gives Samuel like, Gerard. He kind of cocks yeah. his head. He's like, I can't believe that some bitch is getting away. Like, a, oh no, he's gonna do it, and then he runs off. So Bob has the insane take, and I won't. I'll let you describe it, Bob, because I think you're okay. the only person that thinks this is the case. <laughs> so, what? Why? Tell me why. If his intent was to truly shoot Harrison Ford, why does he like stop? so far away and try to shoot him and then he gives him that look like are you gonna it, the look is saying are you going to make me shoot you or are you going to get out of here because he doesn't want to shoot him he knows he's not guilty so he's he's putting those shots on for show and the look is kind of like come on man get out of here yeah and then he continues on with the chase into the yeah. St. Paddy's Day Parade yeah absolutely yeah so, 
He doesn't. He doesn't want to shoot him. He does not want to shoot him. You so cannot I think, tell me. I think Bob's take is so unbelievable, but I think the whole movie in and of itself is unbelievable. It kind of plays in with the rest of the movie. Like, what are the odds that he can really keep on the on the run for this long? Like, it just, it, it just you don't see that. Like, when was the last time that actually happened in real life? So, tell me, tell me this. If I, I'm, I get it. It's we're suspending our disbelief. It would be a terribly made movie if halfway through. <laughs> Basically, and they did a terrible job of showing... The movie ends... The movie ends with with, uh, Tommy Lee's character taking the handcuffs off the guy in a car because he knows he's not guilty. Why? He's not going to shoot him. Yeah, because he realizes at the end. He realizes at the end. He knew the whole time. He knew the whole time. He had doubts the whole time. I think I think Bob's right here. Let's let's go ahead and move on. Oh, my Um. God. You two are... You you two jackals are... I can't believe this. Like, you're two out of, like, uh, 50 million people that would say this. Well, maybe if, if Sean joins in, in the next in the next 20 to 30 minutes, Sean, we, can, we can revisit this ad, yes. Sean would say that we're all sheep for watching movies, and that a movie agree, itself is yeah. just another way of bending reality, and nothing's real. <laughs> That's what Sean would say. Agreed. <laughs> so, speaking of real, I'm, I'm thinking I've got a new idea for our next, because we need some more guests. God, I'm, I'm fired up right some more now. Guests. Take it easy there, buddy. But, uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, my, 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 my really hot idea that I have here, I've been thinking about this for the better part of today, is we need to have more guests. And I feel like we're probably never going to have any actual guests because nobody wants to be a guest. But maybe we can have some, some, some I don't know if one of you can like pretend to be like a celebrity or a, a famous person and sound like them. And we'll just pretend that, like, for example, maybe you want to be. I don't know, Larry Bird, Ed, and you can pretend to be Larry Bird. <laughs> I don't know that I can hey, but do Larry you, Bird. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, who? Like, can you name? I, I just named a random person. Like, who would you? Is there any? Like, is there a person that you could, you know, with any level of confidence, actually impersonate? I could do. I mean, I could do the Will Ferrell as Harry Carey pretty decently. We had Jimmy Chitwood on the podcast a while ago. <laughs> we did have Jimmy. We did have Jimmy. Uh, the the rather unfortunate. <laughs> I think you said about fifteen, but I think the unfortunate part is nobody knows who. And we can have Jimmy on again. I'm not against that, but but I just don't think anybody knows who Jimmy is. Whereas if we had a Larry Bird or or a, give me some more names, guys. Oscar De La Hoya. I don't know. Just you know, well, and we can pretend to be like them. What about? Can, do you think we can get like uh, Zian Williamson on the phone tonight? See how his injury is. Is his name actually pronounced Zian? Zion. Oh, um, I was gonna ask exactly. <laughs> Zian? Did you call him Zian? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Zion, right? Yeah. I've never heard it pronounced Zian. I like I like I like the, I like Zian though. It's unique. Speaking of Zian, uh, I haven't seen the video, but apparently he he uh, his shoe burst into flames. I did and see that. Yeah. His his foot popped out of it. So what what happened there? What happened there, Bob? You were watching it, right? Yeah, I mean he he kind of made it. It was like an awkward cut, and I mean you got nearly three hundred pounds forcing. You know, it's like a complete hard angle into the court. 
three hundred pounds going through the shoe, and the the leg, the foot just went through the shoe. It's like the whole. It's side unfortunate. Of the shoe. Yeah, it's busted. The whole yeah. side, yeah, it's unfortunate. I haven't seen it, but uh, Sean um, had sort of a, a funny, funny thought. You know, like, considering that that uh, yeah. most most athletes are wearing very poorly made shoes in the first place, um, and they're nothing more than a a platform for for sale <coughs> sales of those shoes and. You know, it kind of made me think: What should players be wearing? Like, what what are we? What would be the ideal piece of footwear that that these players should be using? Are, I mean, are there are these players wearing more more quality made material than what are being sold in stores, and we're, we just don't know about it? I I probably not. I, I think is the answer. No, yeah, but I, I also don't think that these shoes are that poorly made. I mean, these really the, they're not. They're not wearing the fifty dollars shoes you get at Walmart. You know what I mean? They're, they're they're pretty solid shoes. I mean, I don't know. Are they? But, I mean, I how mean, do you know? Like, what is? Are there other are there stress tests that you've performed or how, or know to have been performed? How do you know God doesn't make the wind? I don't know. No, Zach, to answer your question, I don't have exact specifications on the amount of stress that a pair of Adidas or whatever he was wearing. I mean, we talked about take. religion for at least 20 minutes on the last pod. I don't want to do this again, so. No. I mean, I don't know. So what is, so so t- you're, t- you're saying the best piece of footwear would be a pair of, of well-made Nikes or, I don't know, what is, what is the premium shoe brand? Is it Nike? Is it Reebok? It's not Adidas, apparently. My guess would be Nike. Yeah. I had. Um, but why Nike? Like, what does Nike do that's so special? I mean, because they're making their shoes in China. Aren't they all made in China? They're all made very let's, cheaply let's in, cut, in another country. Let's cut to the chase here. I think you're insinuating that uh, players of a certain uh, value, I guess, should be having custom-made... American-made shoes by the American people for the American people. I really don't care where they're made, honestly. I, I just I just know that that wherever they're made currently is just they're they're probably made cheaply. Zach is wearing his MAGA hat right now for all the people that um, are listening. <laughs> He's so upset right now. I'm He's really upset so, with you guys. Yeah, this is this is this is depressing me. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I will say, uh, so I thought you were going to go the route, um, but it looked like he had proper uh, ankle support. But, like, I wore, my favorite pair of shoes that I had in high school was a pair of the Adidas... Um, low, low tops. The low tops. Do you remember those, Bob? Did you have uh, a pair? No, I, I couldn't wear the low tops because I'd twist my ankle Yeah, I don't time. know how you can play uh, b-ball in, I did, in yeah. low, low tops. That's insane. That was fine. Are your ankles made of, that. like, iron? See, when I when I was in college, I loved playing basketball in my running shoes because wow. I, I felt like it was super light and I could jump easier. Man. But yeah, the, the yeah, I just I could not do it. Yeah. Yeah, Good yeah for my you, ankles man. are are like paper. They just they just fold. That could be our new Twitter tagline. I feel like my ankles are like good. paper. <laughs> I just, I just fold. Hey, 
Zach, can we take a, a time out real quick so I can show Bob um, the Pinewood Derby car? I'll describe it so that people who are Ooh. listening can understand it. Okay, we're calling a media timeout here. Go ahead. So, Bob. All right, number 36 Henry, on the front. All right. Let me put this on. Um, we painted it. And um, did I buy special axles for this that are coated in graphite? I did. Did I, <laughs> did I purchase weights to put at the bottom of this? Attaboy. I'm supposed to put it like an inch from the back of the axle for the center of gravity right there? I did. How did, how did you secure those? These? Yeah, they come, the weights. The block, oh, the weights? I will glue them on. Um, okay. The, the maximum weight is five ounces. Um, mm -hmm. This is really a showcase for the dads to spend a lot of money on a, yeah. a kit that you yeah. can buy for five bucks if you just did it without anything else. Awful. <laughs> yeah. I would call your attention real quick before we move on, um, and I showed Zach this, that the back wheels are angled out so that you have the minimum amount of the tires touching the ramp. Oh yeah, the camber. That's called the camber. The tilt of the tire. The tilt of the tire and then the other one is angled in so that you have the inner part of this and then the fourth wheel you'll notice is never going to touch the ground. So it's only three wheels. It's going to be a rail Okay. Yeah, rail rider. This is a Boy Scouts tradition, event, right? Like any other. Oh, it's not even just an event, it's a tradition. So it's yeah, I still have that you're, you're, derby car. Can you show me the, the tires again, Ed? Can you show me the These tires again? These are the tires again? that I got, but my neighbor Brian across the street, um, also known as Pre-Bob Ed, um, purchased a $21 set of um, graphite-coated on the inside tires and wheels. Show, show me the ink. Okay, so, so for our listeners at home, the car is showing a negative camber on the tires. Okay. A negative camber. But then you'll notice this one is angled positive camera? Yes. Okay, Slight positive. No I one can say. see this, Ed, except for you and Bob. Well, I'm but, describing but when it. Our listeners, you're when describing our listeners it to Bob, we can see it. Yeah. The, when the our back, listeners hear about the camber, they'll out. get it. The front, the front passenger tire is angled in, and the front driver tire is uh, set so that it will never touch the ground. Oh. So I'm, I'm really, really glad we're talking about this because I, I really want to talk about the Boy Scouts online. I really, you know, you guys know my there opinion on the Boy Scouts. Yeah. And I don't really want to talk about that, but but isn't it kind of weird that it's basically dads competing against dads? That's the way it's been. Super weird. It's the way it's been from since the beginning of the voice. The beginning of time, okay. whatever the year was. So that's not a Zach, recent discovery. That's been okay, okay. Zach, it will please you, I think, that my daughter wants to join Girl Scouts because her friends are in it. Yeah. And I have I have steadfastly said no. That's impressive. That will not that will not you, be happening. What is what does the, the, the wife say about that? What is She supports me on that one. Why Interesting. do you say no? Eh, it's uh, I, I'm not a fan of the organization. I mean I totally support you, Bob, but I, I'm not sure if, if if my daughter was really wanting to be in it, I would really have a hard time not letting her do that. Not a fan that's, of the organization. That's, that's, that's very oppressive, Bob. I, I think I think that's just a little bit too too oppressive. You're nothing if not oppressive. Off, you know? Sorry, I couldn't, I couldn't stop laughing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's uh. You know what? I I'm not a fan of of doing things just because your friends do them. That's a good lesson. I think that's 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 a that's a good a good one to get it into them early. What is she? Six? And I'm not. 
and I'm not a fan of, of being forced to sell cookies to support yeah, the organization. Because that's basically what you're doing is you're basically it's like you could be you know if you had a boy he would be you would be building cars, but if you're a, if you're if you're if it's your it's a, a daughter popcorn outrageous. yeah you're basically popcorn. selling oh you have you're to sell popcorn cookies. too there you go you yeah. have to sell popcorn to settle the lawsuits. <laughs> That popcorn just price keeps going up every year. Wait, did you say to settle lawsuits? Yeah. Oh yeah. Jack, you know about this. Oh, Boy Scouts. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. And I think I also think the Girl Scouts sued the Boy Scouts, right? Like they're also, they're like they're they're against because the Boy Scouts are allowing girls now, right? And they're not even the Boy Scouts anymore, I believe. It's like the Scouting. Scouting of America. Yeah. And so I think the Girl Scouts are upset about that, which is like chipping into their market share, I guess. It's just awful, just awful yeah. all around. I'm picturing like a bunch of like um, angry, like eight-year-old girls, like in their Girl Scout uniforms, like angrily, like marching outside of Boy Scout meetings, like ready to throw <laughs> sharpened cookies at them. <laughs> uh, this is a depressing topic. I think I'm going to move on from it. Um, Let's. You said you had so much good stuff here. We're getting there, yeah. So, right. <coughs> additionally, the um, exactly one of the dying, things that, by the way, I, I do <laughs> sound very poor. I've had this cough got for, this cough. for yeah. two weeks now. It's it's yeah. I feel like I'm I'm a little little bit older than I actually am. Good good thing I have the the mute button to save this from the actual recording. Before you go, I need to share this because I don't think I shared this with you guys. When I was at the I was working out last week. And it tends to be mostly like old guys that use this place. And this guy was fucking around just free as a bird. No towel around his waist or anything. <laughs> like nothing else on. And then he just had the hardest time. Like he was just getting dressed like <laughs> doing whatever he could to get it out. And I was just trying not to laugh. <laughs> It was like the greatest old man noises ever. <laughs> Makes you appreciate life a little bit more. Was it because he wasn't flexible, or did he have something else going on? No, he was like dressed and leaving, and he just really had something like stuck in his <laughs> lungs or something. Oh, okay. I thought he was having a hard time getting dressed. <laughs> Maybe it started then, and then it just carried over. <laughs> right. <laughs> Anyways, it made me think of that. Did you prelude that by saying before I move on, like as if I'm going to die? Like, <laughs> no, I just wanted—I don't want to move away from the topic of people sounding like they're about to die. <laughs> oh, I thought okay. I thought you were like implying that I was that I was potentially up for for death in the next next ten minutes. To, but okay, to the afterlife. Yeah. I, I, yeah, so one of the things I, I saw on Twitter around the uh, the All Star break here with the NBA a couple of days ago, uh, Jason Kosmicki, who is a uh, the Denver radio uh, the Denver Nuggets radio guy, play by play, who <coughs> he's a very uh, interesting character a character of, uh, in and of himself. He he used to do the the game by himself, a la Vin Scully. Like, there's no there's no uh, color guy. He was kind of the play by play and the color. I don't know is that common. I don't know if you guys listen to to like radio, but like, oh. is, that, is that common? Like for local radio guys to just have one? No, I don't think so. No, even yeah. for like really awful like high school games, they would have two guys. Yeah, so. you know it's kind of weird. You'd think there would be more solo announcer, you know, teams because it's you know the talent is so thin. But maybe it's it's just that hard to have a 
a single person do it. I don't know. You just don't see it anyway. So this guy tweeted out a couple days ago um, about the comparisons between, and this is one of my, one of my favorite names in the NBA, Pascal Siakam? Siakim? Yeah. Siakam. Um, Siakam. Yeah. Thanks, Ed. I this has also been right. discussed. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I was trying to, you know, it, it it lists his pronunciation on his NBA uh, or his pro basketball reference webpage, and I still couldn't figure it out. But anyways, the 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 whole uh, crux of this debate was Monte Morris as the most improved player uh, for this year uh, mm-hmm. award, and then against uh, Pascal Siakam. And I'm just, if you pull up their stats, and I, I shared this with you guys earlier so we didn't have to fumble through this and Google it during the show, but basically Monte Morris played like 81, no, he played, uh, sorry, I missed it. He played in eight minutes last year. Sorry, 24 minutes. minutes. 24 minutes of, of game time last year. So he played. The whole season. The whole season. Talking. So he basically has All no right. stats. I mean, he basically right. has zero stats, but he played. And then right. in this season, he's having a pretty good season. Like, it's arguable that he's... He's having a pretty good year for a guy who didn't play last year. And then mm-hmm. we look at Siakam, who did play last year and, you know, played, I don't know, 20 minutes a game. And right. basically he played, and his stats are much better. Again, I don't know how to really measure stats. I can tell you points per game. Is that the only metric that matters these days is points, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. So we'll give him the points per game stat, 16 versus 10. Like, is there even, like, really debate? Like, who's the most improved player there? What's the... I mean, I've heard a lot, and I've seen Morris play, and I'm just looking at, uh, what is it, 11 out of his last 13 games he scored in double digits coming off the bench. Uh, and that's yeah, no, he's a valuable asset, but he didn't play last year. Like, what's the... What I'm getting at here is, so, like, the, the most improved player, like, do you have to actually have had a regular amount of playing time the previous season? Well, or can you just play one minute of game time and you're you're all of a sudden a candidate for most improved player? Was it like due to injury that he didn't play? I don't know. I mean, this I think the assumption is the assumption has the assumption has to be that he's improved enough to actually get the playing time as well. So I think that's part of it. Why wouldn't it be? I mean, my my gut reaction, which is what we're about here, is that uh, I'm gonna make sure. Yeah, Siakam. That's how it's pronounced. That he did play in 81 games last year, and he only started five. So that tells me that he was on the roster and he got into games. And this year is when he's just crushing it. Versus Morris, what did he do? He only played. Well, in he three played games. in. Yeah. Right, as I said a minute right, ago, right, he right. played in three games, and then yeah, okay. <laughs> no, I remember. Yeah. But anyways, so, so, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Pascal. What? I don't know I don't if get it, unless I can get more information as to whether or not he didn't play because of injury. I don't. Can you become most improved if you only played three games last year? I don't see how it matters. I don't think. Like, does that mean if LeBron plays one game next season and, and then gets injured, and then and he's he comes back improved. and has, and <laughs> yeah. then he has just a regular season? He's basically the best improved right. player of all time, which is silly. Like, but no LeBron, one wants to. LeBron has a certain like base level that you can know this guy. Morris didn't even play. Last year was his first year. So I don't even know how you can tell if he improved or not. I'm really upsetting Zach. No, it makes sense. What I'm really upset about is that Cosmicky has this take because I, I sort of respect that guy, and this sort of knocks it down a notch. I don't... Hmm. I know I know he's a homer and everything, but... Going Monte Morris want- for a... 
Never want to lose your respect for a local radio guy. Chuck Freeman, I believe. <laughs> this is for your local high school. Yeah, uh, yeah. He wrote for the for the local rag, the Fond du Lac Reporter. Oh. Yeah. I, I all I remember is that when um, our we went to a small high school of what three hundred kids, Catholic high school, and Fond du Lac, the public high school, had fifteen hundred or two thousand. And both, 2000, yeah. both football teams were very good, but in different divisions, and then and we didn't play each other. And he wrote a column about it, and then I remember him adding at the end saying, he didn't even say who he thought he would win. He said, I know, but I'm not going to tell. I remember it ended something like that, and I was so upset. <laughs> Put your neck on the line, Chucky. You guys are journalism majors, aren't you? What, what would the, How would you guys characterize that style of writing? Terrible writing? You can't. Well, I mean, you can't you can't play favorites in the local uh, the local sphere when you got papers to sell. So you didn't you didn't pick West Bend West over West Bend East. <laughs> uh, I, you know, at one point when I first got there, they did make picks like that. Um, but West uh, Bend is no. big enough to have two high schools. So this is the best part: is that uh, it's one school. Oh man, it's one school. It's one, school. <laughs> it's one building and. <laughs> In the split, yes. and they split it in half. One side is west, and one side is east. <laughs> but do they have separate basketball teams? Yes, they do. They have separate everything. Which so so I'll, I'll be honest. I actually think, in my mind, that's actually a positive. In the, they, in fact, they have classes that intermingle as well. You like so so like if they have like some I don't know like obscure art class, they might have kids from both schools, right? But um. I actually like the fact that they had separate sports teams because more kids get an opportunity to play. You know what I mean? Are lunch prices different, like between each school? Like, could you get like a better deal for? for <laughs> I like to see them wearing like the competing letter jackets, you know, and like having like a real like bad attitude to the other kids. Like, you have come over to this side of the cafeteria. Right. Yeah. I. I don't know. I liked it. I'll be honest. It made no sense, but I liked it. Yeah. Was good. Fit in with West Bend. What else you got, Zach? Um, I'm I'm trying to think here. Um, Zach is having a stroke. I'm a little. He's <laughs> 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 stroking out at us. We definitely. So we, we talked a little bit about in the yeah. I almost died there. We almost talked about. Or we did talk about. Sorry. We talked earlier about the uh, the distribution of beer. <laughs> And I think I've I've been a long a long opponent of, of the founders um, brewing opponent. company uh, because they didn't distribute uh-huh. to Colorado even though they did, they distributed to everywhere else in, in America. Yep. Um, yep. And Ed, Ed found that to be a little bit silly that I didn't like founders because of that. Um, and now that founders does distribute to Colorado, I love it, and I think that's totally reasonable. But Ed Ed seems to think that that I should have always loved it. Why are you taking it out on founders that they just chose not to distribute into your state? What is I mean? Name something. Name, name a product that's that that's found everywhere in America, but your state. Name one. Do they really distribute to all other of the other yes. states? Yes, there may there might have been there might have been one or Four, two other other like other exceptions. Forty nine states, yeah. but not Colorado. I think it was forty seven, and, and and for some reason Colorado was one of them. Like I think <laughs> it was literally because they they didn't want to be. 
they didn't want to intrude on the existing craft beer market for some reason. Like they felt like that was their obligation to. I wouldn't get mad. I would feel huh. like it's more like special when you actually get one. Like I, I give the example. I like Allagash Brewing in Maine, and they don't. They distribute in Georgia, but not Florida. So, okay, so you would prefer to live in a state where 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 this beer is not distributed because of that. I would prefer that it's there, but I'm not going to get mad at it. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> so you have to take a side, Ed. You can't you can't just be happy you're, both you're ways. Shifting, you're shifting the goalposts here, all right? <laughs> this is very, this is very much a make America great again argument only for Colorado. It feels like a Bob, like a Bob argument that I'm having here where I feel like I'm arguing one thing and all of a sudden I realize I'm arguing something else. <laughs> You're basically always arguing. I mean, it's that's really the bottom line here. Yeah. Right. Bob missed our talk about the TV show Succession and how I thought of him with a certain character on this episode that may have been trying different drugs. <laughs> Was this character murdered? No. That's good. That's what? good. Just making sure. Just making sure. What else were we arguing about that we wanted to say for the pod? Sean says, okay, guys, I'm ready. Um, two minutes ago. Nice. <laughs> nice. Why hasn't he joined? Is he is he on the uh, like? He's I told him not to. He's on the list. I told him not to. I told him not to. <laughs> what did you like? Did you email this to him <laughs> to like to like a side channel? No. <clears throat> no, I just I sent him a message. Don't. Oh, join. just now. Okay. All right. Bob, you got my messages then. Did you see what I what just wrote? Yeah, I did. Do you have something? I got nothing. No. No, I got nothing for her. No. I was. I was asking for uh, another middle school. Yeah, it, I don't. Yeah, it, we, so Ed, I think I think maybe on a future show we'll we'll touch on some more. Uh, I I think what we need to do is we need to get Tony Ager on the podcast. That's what I'm talking yeah, about. I, I think like we that. really yeah. need Tony. Yeah, if we, we can get we Tony, have to do the yeah. three hours earlier. <laughs> right. Maybe it's we not can do. Maybe we can do a live show next month from uh, Potawatomi. What are the odds of him showing? I would say like thirty percent. Really? Oh, hey, when's the last time? When's Dave the last time that he week, was? Who? Dave. Dave will be on next week. Nice. Okay. I'm yeah, looking forward can, to that. That'll be a good commemorative twenty twenty second uh, podcast uh, for our twenty two followers. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he can bump it to twenty three. I'm sure he doesn't follow the the account, but but not many do so. <laughs> I'm really unless Sean joins I'm I'm down for like shutting this one down because I, th- I think my, my cough is getting kind of annoying that's up the all-star game I think I just ruined no we did talk about basketball earlier I thought I ruined it by actually bringing up basketball on the smart basketball podcast we did, we did <laughs> well, talk about Zian. We, we talked a lot of basketball tonight. This might be our most <laughs> basketball-heavy podcast of the of the history of the show. Zian. Zian <laughs> You know, it was Michelle Jordan's hey, birthday the other day. <laughs> this, is a, this is a basketball podcast after all I think it would be funny if, if funny if, if when laughing you could kind of do it like off mic so if you're in the background yeah. right uh, 
Hey guys, how about how? So I was actually I was kind of digging through my uh, my writing folder because I was going to pull up a basketball story, and I found this uh, this game story from uh, I believe it was two thousand February seventeenth two thousand nine, a little over ten years ago. Are you guys ready? Mm-hmm. Always. A blood a blood timeout became a bursa timeout, and with it the hopes of a birth at state for Kiwaskum's wrestling team. Took a permanent timeout. <laughs> Took a permanent timeout. Somebody die? <laughs> the story goes on to explain that uh, a kid kid was bleeding, and then his knee swole up because he had a, a bursa sack that, that, that swelled up and burst on him. Oh, you did say bursa. And, okay. What is a bursa sack? Is that like a part of your back? It's. Uh, I think bursa sacks are in like all of your joints in some capacity. Like when you pop your... Pop your fingers. That's like a bursa sack, I think. Uh, but they're kind of like cushion for your joints, as I understand it. Tony Yeager was on. He'd be able to explain. I going back to Yeager's bedtime. I feel like he puts on like a full set of like actual pajamas at like oh yeah at like eight o'clock and sits down and has like a warm glass of milk. No, he doesn't like milk though. No, he doesn't. That's the one thing that, rem- no. that I will always remember about. Jaeger from the first time I met him when he was probably like seven in, in the day for yeah. friends. <laughs> right. And he hates milk. Well, it's kind of a, <laughs> I think he's, he's a, he was a sage back then because if you're drinking milk now, like you're kind of, kind of an outcast. I would think so. He was just ahead of the time, right? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Let's give Tony some credit. Yeah. Why are you an outcast? Why can't you Tony drink milk? Tony deserves more credit, I think. I think if, if we're talking people who are just underrated in life, I think Tony is that guy. Properly rated. So this properly rated. Okay. This, this talk of milk got me thinking. We can maybe end it on this. What do you guys have? One meal from your childhood that you kind of associate with it? Because milk factors into mine. One meal from my childhood. Like a single meal, or like a, a, a style of food. I guess I'm thinking of like what. Yeah, what meal? It's probably the meal that you probably had most often as a kid. Would be my guess. All right. Um, what's yours, said? Well, for me, it was always, I don't know, it doesn't really go together, but Papa Tom always, I'm sure, I'm sure because it was economical, um, spaghetti, oftentimes with leftover taco meat, because he didn't want to toss it. <laughs> <laughs> um, spaghetti with uh, salad and always a big glass of milk, which I don't, I don't know if you guys had. So... I just associate having a big glass of milk with having a bowl of spaghetti. <laughs> Man, if I was if I was gonna name mine, it would be like a bag of Chips Ahoy cookies with a glass of milk. Is it milk? <laughs> yes. I think for me, it's gonna be I'm gonna go with the uh, the Fritos and a uh, the bean dip. Ooh. Because that's yeah, I'm thinking more like snack. Like snacking was like a really like where all the fun was had when when you're a kid, right? Because I can't think of a good meal I ever had when I was a kid. It's always like the same. Shit. Hey, Sean. Hello, hello. Hey, I hope you're recording, Sean. Good morning, Vietnam. It's a great movie. Snacking right, is, is it really a, the work is it really? of the devil. I love that movie. Fade, is it, fade is out it really right a great movie, though? Fade out. Seriously. Fade out. Fade hey, out. Bob. Okay, Bob. See you later, buddy. <laughs> Ed loves no, all movies. That's it's not... Good Morning Vietnam really a good movie, though? I mean, really? 
When was the last time I've you never seen it? it? Oh man. Never. You say never? Never. I mean, I've never well, seen it. It's worth watching once. How many how many times have you seen it? Oh, once. If I it's bet only I've worth seen watching it at least once to Ed. No, I've I'm going to go with 10. Yeah, I was right, just saying it's, it's worth seeing at least once. Yeah. <laughs> Ed I've can't even count. Sure. Right, right. But like 15? Jesus fucking Christ. Good morning, <laughs> Vietnam. Would, would you say you've seen it as many as, many as 15 times? <laughs> I, think, I think my bracket is 10 to 15 times. Okay. It's, yeah. I just I, think it's, I think it's over. I think, Robin, I think Robin Williams is overrated. You think everything is overrated, Zach? You're such a no. Player. I love, I love. <laughs> he called Tony Yeager underrated, though. Exactly. I'm calling Tony Yeager it's underrated. Because you barely experience him anymore. <laughs> that's that's probably a factor. I think that might be the only reason why I think that. <laughs> that's not me saying that Tony would be overrated if you experienced him more. I'm just saying. Um, I think you're a. I think you might be a naturally um, joyless person, Zach, and I mean that with all due respect. Naturally I just told you, joyless. I think, I think, I think Tony's underrated. I, I think he's a great guy. <laughs> Do you think Zian Williamson is a great guy? <laughs> is Sean's mind blown right now? <laughs> I'm just no trying to not. From I'm trying to not make references to Zionist Israel. And <laughs> I want to know, Ed, Ed, what have you done more in your life? Watched the movie Good Morning Vietnam or eaten a pomegranate? Boy, that's a good one. No, probably I've seen the movie much more. Clearly, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the movie's an hour and a half, so. Have you spent more time watching Good Morning Vietnam or having sex? Having sex. I knew you were going with that. That's disgusting. <laughs> I don't I mean, really, if you, do, you do the math on that, Ed? And maybe, I mean, we're talking a good, we're talking a good 20 hours of your life. And? I, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I could go around to each one of you. Bob, how much time have you spread on your horse racing spreadsheets? Zach, how much time have you spent dicking around with line value on college basketball bets to get a half point? Oh, uh, like this season? Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's a hard thing to say because I'm thinking here. about it. Because I'm thinking he doesn't about want to know. Like, like he just, he's just making things. a point. Mm-hmm. He's just making a point. Just look, go on, Ed. What, what's Sean's? Sean's probably having sex or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sean, what's your favorite uh, food from when you were a kid? Like, give me a specific age because it changed rapidly. Uh, I'll go bagel bites. 12, 12 bagel bites. Yeah, 12 bagel bites. For sure, bagel, bagel bites. bites were th- I don't think bagel bites were a thing when I was a kid. We had pizza rolls. Oh, God. Are you sure? Yeah, pizza rolls are just, like, such a poverty meal. Bagel bites are really expensive. Like, unnecessarily expensive. (laughs) My eight-year-old loves bagel bites. And they're really bad. Does he do them? Well, you got to do them in the oven. healthy way? the best. (coughs) You do them in the microwave, they're super chewy, but if you get your mom to do them in the oven... 
Wow. Oh, yeah. It's, it's an amazing experience. So crunchy. Yep. Bob, I thought your answer was going to be something like beef, beef stroganoff. <coughs> I feel like you're a beef stroganoff guy. Actually, yeah. Um, uh, actually, uh, I was going to say Hungarian goulash. I don't think I've ever had Hungarian goulash. It's You're really delicious. missing out. You're, yeah, that, that, that's actually a good one, Bob. I think I, I might go with you on that one. Bob, is that a dish from the home country? Almost. So close. Do you still make that today, <laughs> like for your kids? No, I don't make anything for my kids. Like, why wouldn't make, you make that for your kids? I make ramen noodles and frozen pizza. And When's the last time each of you guys had the, the Kraft Blue Box macaroni and cheese? Um, we usually have. We, we've got some. Yeah, we've got some other yeah. kind here, but yeah. yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Oh, in Wisconsin, do they not put up with the Kraft mac and cheese? It has to be some kind of like cheddar. It's. Yeah, we have. It's like called Annie's, and it's apparently organic, oh, which I. Which everybody I find has hot. that. Bob buys the Annie's. Hard. Are you kidding me? That's actually a pretty good brand of. Uh, Bob yeah, go Annie's. Annie's mac it, is yeah. nice. <laughs> no. Did she go for the Does she go for the cows or like the the, the, the tracker? We mix shape. it up. Uh, uh, one of the kids likes one, and one of the kids likes the other, and I I don't tolerate it, so I just say they get whatever I pull out. But uh, she gets both. How severely do you like, frown at Candace when she comes home with that?